This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and lover of bread, Jake Bockelman. What? I like bread. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Our lives from Mary Ellen's food from the soul. Ooh, and it smells so good. Lake. I, uh, I, I'll be honest. I have never tried it. I know Strick has. I can smell it. Yes, Lord. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I, I'm a firm believer that you can smell food and know if it's good or not. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, the second you walk in, ooh. you know they got good food. Hey, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Nate, Nate Dog. let me tell you something. Put me on real quick. My mother is... An absolute beast in the kitchen. Okay. So when I smell something reminiscent, when I, I'm, you know, my mom's in Texas and I'm here looking for that homegrown, that, mm-hmm. you know, good, good filet and those catfish and the yams and all the good stuff that I used to eat when I was a child, child. Woo. This, this is, is the, the place spot. to be. Then, is what I, you hey, said. this is a spot. I came down here. I was having a cigar one day and. One of one of our good friends of the show, uh, Riffin with Raph and AD, they sent me down here for a little. I said I was hungry. I said, they said you <laughs> they might want to go down to, to Mary eat. Ellen's, and I said, hey, I yes, Lord. It. Right, twenty yeah. eighth and Pine Lake is is where you can find us. We'll be here all night. Now, this is the thing that I don't like though is that you can come hang out with the Husker athletes. You can hang out with Strick, the former athlete. I don't know if I'm considering myself an athlete. I played football in high school, so you know what? We can ha- you can hang out with all the athletes. <laughs> Charles and company are going to fix you a plate. Listen, I'm going to run you through the entire menu item so you know what you want. You know what you're ready for when you come in. Brisket, catfish, pulled pork, slab of ribs, hot butter wings, smoked cheeseburger, baked beans, cornbread, collard greens, coleslaw, grits, mac and cheese, <laughs> potato salad, mm. and more. I mean, they, they got the works. I'm you would leave you right out of here without You would leave out of here with the itis. And, and if you don't know <laughs> As a listener, what the itis is, that means sleep itis. That means you will not be hungry. You, you will be right. just fine when you get home, but you might go to sleep a little early. But that's about that's about it. I will say I will say be careful though, because the slab of ribs will will not just note to the to the listener if you do plan on coming in and you have slabs of rib on your mind. The slabs of rib will not right be now. ready until just about the five o'clock hour. Okay. So when you join the block on the second half of this show. You will be able to have some ribs. Catch you some ribs. But hey, listen, they, the menu is is plenty outside of that. Again, 28th and Pine Lake, Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. We'll be here all night. You're gonna want to check it out. And also, too, I don't want to speak for Strick, but it sounds like you take some pictures with some people, sign Man, some autographs. You this know? is this you're, is the you're fun the Husker part. Hall of Famer. People want to see you. This right? is the fun part of just right. like you know my uh, that I love. I actually love engaging with with the folks and Husker having fans, some conversations oh, yeah. and fans and you know dp i had a few pictures that i'd given to the show and he left them at the station i they may they may go get them 
But nonetheless, um, I may have a couple of giveaways for a little, you know, maybe if you, you know, right. shut up simple or something. Hey, or, there you go. Right. <laughs> we <laughs> have knows? something to give away. We're going to have something to give away. Again, Mary Ellen's food for the Salt 28th and Pine Lake. I want to carry over our conversation from last segment. We had a lot of a lot of interaction from the listeners. 402-464-5685. You guys want to chime in. Vegas has come out with their win totals for every team in the Power Five. The Big Ten, obviously, a part of that discussion uh, for, for reference, they've got Nebraska at seven and a half. So I went through the rest of the Big Ten, looking at, at Nebraska's schedule. Obviously, North Dakota and Georgia Southern, they're not going to come up on that. It's just the Power Five teams. But Illinois, Indiana, Minnesota, Northwestern, and Rutgers are all projected to have a lower win total than Nebraska. And Nebraska sitting at seven and a half. Illinois, Indiana at four and a half. Minnesota at six and a half. Northwestern, which is the one that me and Strick really want to get into, they're sitting at four and a half. That's your week zero game in Ireland, obviously. And then Rutgers closes out that five at four and a half. So my question to you, Strick, is. Georgia Southern and North Dakota, they're not on this list. I think at this point in time we can chalk those up as wins. Crazier things have happened. Listen, I, I understand Husker fans have been hurt in the past. But we were talking Northwestern, by Vegas' standards, not going to be a great team this year. Two of those four and a half, I'm assuming, are going to be your out-of-conference schedules. And then the other two, maybe three, are toss-ups. When I look at that, to start out the season, that's such a favorable schedule. And I know a texter said it on the text line, too. The confidence of starting 3-0 and would oh, yeah. be game-changing for this team. Oh, I mean, yeah. if we're talking 3-0, and something that has not been done in the Scott Frost era, three wins in general in a row has not been done in the Scott Frost mm-hmm. era, I think right here, looking at these win totals, can propel you to some type of confidence. The way that I, I really want to dig into this is the danger of it is you're dealing with a, di- uh, with a really good coach. Right. A good coach that will understand week zero, uh, no film, uh, some wrinkles, throw some stuff probably at Casey Thompson and and or Chubba Purdy or or Logan Logan Smothers. Smothers, You throw him in that discussion too. Um, Throw some wrinkles at them. Some individuals that, uh, you know, you may not know specifically, are they going to be run heavy, pass heavy? So the goal of Nebraska in that specific game is not to allow any big plays, not to allow anything that uh, big drives, long drives. Well, you we want to be able to get – right. yeah, bend right. but don't break. Right. You want to be able to just bend a little bit, get an observation, get a taste, get a feel of what they're bringing to the table, and then, you know, make sure you get off the field, right? That's the danger of playing against a really good coach. Now, on the other hand – I think that this Nebraska team in the gaining of confidence, because you go through those seasons when you have that one loss and it compounds to two, and it becomes that snowball that builds up from a little snowball to a freaking big boulder as it rolls downhill, right? So at the end of the day, that's the part that I'm a little bit hopeful that they start off on a good note that they win those that first game, get some confidence, come back, and you want to take a domination type of mentality going into it. You don't want to take a, you know, you're smelling yourself, oh, yeah, we beat Northwestern 48-8, and then all of a sudden North Dakota comes in here, or South, you know, right. uh, uh, you know Southern, Hilton, I mean, yeah, and they come in here and clip you, you know right. what I mean? So you want, you want to make sure you're burying anybody and everybody that you're supposed to and especially this Northwestern uh, team that's supposed to be down. I think what's interesting, too, is when you look at the first few games, Northwestern, I talked about that four-and-a-half-point win total. Then you host Indiana, who Vegas has their win total at four-and-a-half. 
Then you go on the road against Rutgers that's also four and a half. So you can throw out that Oklahoma game entirely. We're talking about a 5-1 and one start to the season. And I think that's kind of what, what, what Strick has talked about, too, is if you start out that strong, that is what propels you moving forward. But then I want to talk about, too, so say the scenario that we talked about today. You beat the teams you're supposed to. You lay an egg against. It would end up being Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Purdue, Michigan, and Iowa. Okay. Does that still give you enough confidence going forward? So you're seven and five. You're you're beating the teams you should beat. Right. But the teams that are going to propel you to the teams of the '90s, the teams of the early 2000s, the teams that can get over that hump, are you still confident having those games that you should win? Because that's ultimately what it would be. Uh, it, you have to. And, 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 and the thing in those is you have to bury the opponent. Like, you can understand with adrenaline, you can understand with early uh, hype and just, you know, you're a team that has a lot of speed up front or whatever the case may be. You, you want to bury them and you want to overwhelm them you want to overpower you don't want to get tricky you don't want to start trying to do all kinds of extra stuff trick plays yeah. flea flicker you, you, off I'm a tackle big fan of flea flicker, though. off tackle in the inside zones you know short you know pass out to re- yeah you want to just do all the stuff simple don't get any turnover situations everything that you can pretty much make simple reads on and then push the ball, and, you know, you may have to punt a couple of times, but you allowing that to be like the boxer, right? In a boxing match, you don't just continuously <laughs> hunt the head. You want to go to the body. You want to slow a guy who is fast and quick and, and is maneuverable down a little bit, and that's that's what the idea would be when you face those teams like that. That's not going to have the same size that you're going to have. More than anything, the, the first thing that really stuck out to me was that Northwestern 4.5 because I know a, a lot of Husker fans, I mean, we have flashbacks from the Illinois game last year, which you came in as I, I believe Nebraska was a seven and a half point favorite. Illinois on the road ends up beating you. It wasn't really close from start to finish. Mm-hmm. But when I just look at this Northwestern four and a half, like Vegas knows, man, like they're, they're not just throwing numbers out there and seeing if they stick. We're talking about a four or five win football team. And that's going to be part of the issue, too, is against that Northwestern four and a half. If you lose that, we're having. Some, uh, some another, weird discussions. like, and, and that's what I, it makes me so confident is, like, you go into that, you win, you build that momentum. And I talked to Nick about this. If you go into that Oklahoma game 3-0, and Oklahoma's going to be ranked. They have a cookie schedule to start the year. They're going to be top ten. If you start out 3-0 and against Oklahoma, I bet you the committee ranks you, and I wouldn't be surprised to see college game day here. Wow. Seriously. Like, like we are talking about not only – Rivalry, history. Lo- we're talking about rivalry, history, uh, a rivalry renewed, for lack of better words. Tough game last year. And on top of that, mm-hmm. too, is from a local standpoint, if Nebraska's 3-0, and we are thanking the Lord above. I mean, this is finally something – there's some type of confidence. I think on a national level, too, there's a serious discussion there. Mm. Like, this is a discussion that Nebraska – is a force to be right. I don't care what the schedule is to start out the season because we've seen easy, easy schedules start out the season. How'd that work out for you? Yeah. But now we're seizing an easy schedule. You take care of business. You go into that Oklahoma game. You're you're grabbing national attention. Well, the thing the thing also about Vegas is is this: Vegas is a, usually across the board is pretty solid. They're right. very close. You have anomalies every now and then that 
comes out of nowhere, i.e. probably, what, 218 or 19 when Indiana just right out of nowhere, like, that just doesn't happen. Also or a COVID UCFs, year, so it was a little bit you know more difficult saying? to predict. Right. So you, you have those types of situations because I still think that any team that has veterans and veteran leadership, they have the opportunity to outplay those who have stars at times. I, I really believe that. Those who have been on campus, been in the weight room, seen seen it from the bottom up, still got that, that you know, Sylvester Stallone, Eye of the Tiger, you know, type of feel in their in their heart and mind. Instead of you coming in and, and everybody on 247 Sports and all of those guys are, are smelling you and all of a sudden you come on campus and realize, wait a second, this isn't mm-hmm. – this isn't uh, back home, you know what I mean? Right. So I, I think that's the part that we really have to take into account is that Vegas does have an idea. They mm-hmm. they have a, a little lay on the landscape, right. and, and they're not going to just throw stuff out there because there's a lot of paperwork on the line when you're dealing with that. Well, it's interesting. Texter points out, I'd imagine the Vegas total for Illinois last year is probably four and a half, too, and I understand that Nebraska laid an egg and ended up losing that game. But if that, that was it. They were four and a half point favorites. Guess how many wins did they had last season? Five. Like, four and a half. Like four, there's your four and a half. You Without take the over Nebraska. or you take the over or the under. With that game mm-hmm. against Nebraska, if they lose, there's your four. They win mm-hmm. that game, there's your five. So they, they know. Hammond Bean said, why would college game day come for Fox Big Noon kickoff? They've done it in the past. They've done it a few times in the past. My, my thing about that is if game day is going to come, we're talking about Nebraska beats up on Northwestern. Beats up on Georgia Southern, beats up on North Dakota, and we're talking about a top 20 team in the country. Because I think they're going to go into this season with votes to be ranked. I'm not entirely sure. I think there's enough buzz to at least have a few votes sprinkled in there. They've been hurt. I'm hearing you, but those voters have been hurt in the past by doing that. But that's the thing. That's what's interesting about week zero and week one is no one knows. No one knows. No one knows. I mean, mean, for crying out loud, like you said, Indiana last season was the 10th ranked team in the country in week zero. Indiana won two games their entire year. So, I mean, who knows to start out the season? I think that's what makes it so interesting. Also, Texter says, I don't think game day will come because it's an 11 a.m. Fox game. That's the only thing that you have to look at. And I understand what the text line is saying on that. You would have to have extreme circumstances, which I'm saying I would not be surprised if that was the case. I'm going with the texters on that, but I understand. I understand the way that you're viewing it and your point of view in this specific instance. I also just don't, those guys like to sleep and, <laughs> you know, we travel and sleep and right. they would much rather and work it's going to be an early kickoff. Right. <laughs> I don't right. know. They'd be, I mean, it, it's, incredibly that's worse than, that's worse than, uh, the, the doggone, um, uh, the guys that are going to be tailgating. I know how they feel. Waking up that early in the morning. Trust me, I'm already a little bit frustrated about that 11 o'clock kickoff, I'll tell you that much. But uh, Kevin Meyer is in the building, Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Thirsty Thursday comes at you every Thursday. Don't worry, even though that we're at Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, I promised you that we will be live with Kevin Meyer. Cleveland Mike says ranked. Mary Ellen's must have some really great drink specials right now. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, do not be surprised when they go into that Oklahoma game and they're ranked. I don't know if it's going to happen. Don't don't be like, oh, Nate said it's going to. Listen, I'm telling you, I wouldn't 
be surprised. That's all I'm saying. So, again, Thirsty Thursday, we're going to get to that here in a second. But I want to make sure that I give you guys this plug just so you know everything that's happening here. We're at Mary Ellen's. We'll be here all night, 3 to 9 o'clock. The Husker Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland, he is in the building. And he said if you're nice to him, he might take a few pictures, might sign some autographs. I think no trolls. Feeling, yeah, right, no trolls. <laughs> what, what was his name? L.E.R.? L.E.R. It might be a little bit difficult. L.E.R. might be. come up here. Right, right. Who knows? We, but, got, we got security for L.E.R. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with that accordingly. But, again, Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. He's here. He'll take some pictures, sign some autographs for you. Coming out with us, Husker athletes are going to be here as well. Oh, yeah. And so the, Rick Mahorn's going to be with us Rick today, Mahorn, too. I can't believe I even forgot. Rick yeah. Mahorn, bad boys, We're going to talk about center. that Draymond situation. Hey, we, we've been How talking about it all week. We've been talking about yeah. just kind of the gap between Strix era playing basketball, the era playing now. And I think Rick it. Mahorn is probably someone that's pretty good, to, pretty good to have that discussion with. So he'll be joining us, too. Stick around for that at 525. Again, we're at Mary Ellen's 28th and Pine Lake. We'll be here all night. We got athletes. We got strict. We got food, brisket, catfish, pulled pork. I won't go through the entire menu, but they have some great food, so make sure you come check them out. You're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket. Stay with us.